ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. Over. 
worship you because of who Clap your hands. Clap your hands for the Lord. Father, we thank you. What a beautiful song. Clap your hands once again for our wonderful Sister Grace. Such a blessing, such a blessing, such a blessing. Hallelujah. Wow. Well, this evening, it's my joy to welcome you to this meal, this beautiful meal. Of the word of God. The Bible talks about a time when the word of God was scarce. So when you have the chance to receive God's word, see it as a special moment. Don't treat it lightly. Give it your attention. Get involved. Enjoy the message. Take down notes. Yes. Make some comment on the comment bars. Be involved. Don't be a passive participant. You know, be involved because this, if you are a true believer, you are truly born again, this must be one of the most precious moments of your life. Precious moment of your life. And I'm very happy that tonight, with joy, I'm continuing to share with you on the subject, backsliding backsliding and uh, it's been a very beautiful journey preaching from this book and all the messages are on my podcast you know I'm, I'm, I'm slowly bringing this message to an end maybe even next week maybe the last in the series so um, yeah, yes don't worry go to the podcast Edwin Morgan Ogo podcast 
All the series are preached can be found there. Yes, all over the world. They are downloading them in the tens of thousands. Yes, I'm, I'm using my English well. They, they are being downloaded in the tens of thousands. All over the world. Yes, I've checked the countries, Afghanistan, China. Uh, I don't know whether it's the Taliban there who are listening to the message. I don't know, but everywhere. I mean, literally everywhere. So, go there. You can download the messages and uh, listen to them. It's a whole series of so many weeks. I think about eight weeks or so on backsliding. Because this subject is very, 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 very important. You know, there are always um, many things. There are many variables that have to do with any matter. You know, if you see a patient with many symptoms, a doctor should have the ability to know the most important symptoms. Yes, in fact, there are some conditions, my mind goes to some heart conditions, which have got symptoms that have been divided or grouped into ranking symptoms, high-ranking symptoms. If the person has one of this one at the top, it is a serious matter. Yes, she may have five of the ones below. That's for, but one at the top is a very important one. Ladies and gentlemen, backsliding is a ranking symptom in, the, in our Christian life. You cannot afford to be ignorant. You cannot afford. You need to know the subject of backsliding. Because constantly as we live our lives, we are we, we, we stand the risk. We are at the risk of losing our salvation. There is nothing in the world that has been set up to enhance your spirituality. Everything in the world, the systems of the world, political system, academic systems, business systems, are, are, have been set up with a mind to advance everything in your life except your spiritual life. Except your spiritual life. Even the internet we are using, the Facebook we are using, the Instagram, the Zoom we are using, I'm telling you that we are using them carefully. Yes. Just as we go to school carefully. Because if you go to school and you don't... Really apply yourself to certain rules. You will leave the school as a homosexual. You will leave the school as a drug addict. So we go to school carefully. We are using the internet carefully. Because if you joke, this same internet can demolish your destiny. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why I'm saying that the systems of the world don't have your Christian faith in mind. You are not of any interest to anything set up in the world. You must decide to fight for your Christian life. It's a fight every day. We are fighting our flesh. We are fighting desires. We are fighting habits. We are fighting devils both without and within. It's a fight. That is why this, because if you are not careful, you will lose your connection to God. 
you will lose your connection to God. You can easily find yourself slipping away. That's why the subject of the symptoms of backsliding are very, very exciting to me. Because you need to know when these things are coming up. That's why I need you to please go back to my podcast and listen over and over again. Download them. Backsliding. Listen till it enters your soul. And get the book also and read it thoroughly. Because Satan wants to subtly enter your life and remove you. Dilute your faith. Destroy your faith. Before you know it, you are not the believer you used to be. Yes, the church abounds with such people. Many are in the church who are not what they used to be. Used to pray on a field somewhere. Used to love God years ago. Some of you, when you were in the university, you were very, you were very, very, we call it audacious. On fire. Zealous. Today you are a very cool corporate worker. Yes. Haven't allowed the chokers of the world to eat into and destroy your faith. Yeah, yeah because the chokers are one of the, of the symptoms of backsliding. Yes, the 11 symptoms, allowing the curse of the world to choke the word. The curse. Some, ha- some have been neutralized. Some people are not as hot as they used to be, not because they've smoked, not because they've committed fornication, but because they gave birth to three children. That's all. She married. There are men who lose their spiritual strength when they get a good job. So, so we are constantly saying, does it mean God cannot prosper you? God should be able to prosper you and you still be on fire for God. Why should God not prosper you? The people who worked with God were men and women who were constantly reviewing their status with God. So note the symptoms. Bad company, looking backwards, overconfidence, stubbornness, Christian surprises, being easily offended. Look at them carefully and make sure that these things do not come into your life to take hold of your spirituality. Easily offended. Don't be easily offended. Learn to overcome offenses with just spirituality and love. And even being mindful of the fact that you yourself are an offender. You, you offend God all the time. Yes? You make mistakes all the time. You, are, you, you sin all the time. And if the Lord was to take you on the way you are taking somebody on, how will your life be? Forgetfulness. It's a symptom. People who just forget. Look, don't... have much to do with people with short memories. Yes. They are wasters of privileges and wasters of investments. People with short memory. No. The people I want to have around me are people who remember. I was talking to somebody yesterday and the person told me something I did for him about 20 years ago. Yes. Yes. When you meet somebody who forgets what God has done, 
and always looks at this today's problem, today's present problem, you are looking at somebody who will not last with God. Like Mrs. Job, Job's wife. She couldn't remember the many things God had done before. She was only focused on today's children who are dead, today's, uh, uh, what is the name, houses which are burnt, today's farms we don't have. But there is something about what God did for you yesterday which must help you. Yes, and Job didn't forget. Oh, Job didn't forget. And how was his end? He had double for his trouble. Hallelujah. Not praying, not fasting, and, and so on. Today, I'm continuing because <laughs> I, I, I need you to remain firm. I need you to remain a lover of God till you die. Oh, I remember when I was 16 years old, I fell in love with Jesus. 17 years old, 18 years old, 19 years old, 25 years old, 30 years old, 32 years old, 35 years old, 40 years old. Let me stop. Some of you may think I'm an old man. (laughs) I'm preaching, baby. Yeah, yeah. All these years. I still am in love with Jesus. It's possible for you too. Backsliding is not fashionable. Stop that. Yes. You should be able to stand one day and speak the way I'm speaking. That I gave my life to Christ 40 years ago, 20 years ago, and I've been fervent throughout. This type of irregular irregularity is banned in the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and bind that spirit of irregular, irregular, irregular in Jesus' name. Bind it. Irregular prayer, irregular church attendance, irregular tithe payments, irregular prayer, irregular quiet time. It's not fashionable. Jesus. Let me read a verse to you to show you what happens to you when you backslide. I'm drying that appetite from your mouth. I'm drying it. You should be afraid to drop in your commitment to God. You should be afraid to drop in your love for God. You should be afraid to, 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 to decrease even by one notch your excitement in the things of God. Oh, yes. Yeah, look, I've been a pastor for 27 years. I got born again close to 40 years ago. There is no time of my life I look back and, 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 and see that I was wild that then. No, 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 no. No. I've pastored churches, I've pastored church members, I've, made, I've been a Christian myself. But, ladies and gentlemen, it gets hotter as the years go by. It gets wilder. I grow wilder. And I pray that when I'm 80 years old, I will, I will be a firebrand for God. Receive that grace as well. I said, receive that grace as well. I don't know whether it's today or tomorrow, uh, uh, next week, I'm going to talk about coldness. People who cool off. Kabashota. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 4. You say, ah, sinful nation. A people laden with iniquity. Haba. 
a seed of evildoers. Children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. They are gone away backward. When you go backward, these are the evils that, that take over your life. You become a sinful nation. A sinful person. Yes. If you are a father and you backslide, you lead your family into sin. A sinful family. Your children become corrupt. Is that, look at the English words there. A people laden with iniquity. When you should be laden with the blessings of God. When you should be laden with, with, the, with the benefits of God. David said, who daily loads us with blessings. A Christian should be carrying heavy loads of God's blessings. Heavy loads of God's benefits. What we must carry should not be loads of sin. Psalm 68 verse 19. Who daily loaded us with benefits. My God, even the God of our salvation. Every day. Look, that is what we should be carrying. Benefits. Blessings. Privileges. Favor. If you will ever carry a load... It must be a load of blessings. Not a load of iniquity. Laden with iniquity. A seed of evildoers. Haba. A seed of evildoers. Children that are corruptors. They are not only corrupt. They corrupt others. They corrupt people. When you backslide, I pity those who become friends with you. Yeah. I pity anybody who is a close friend with any pastor you know who has backslidden, who was hot some time ago and is not very hot now. That person is not a normal person. Be very careful. The person is filled with poison. I'm telling you. I'm speaking by the Spirit. And I repeat it. I'm talking about pastors, pastors. not uh, ordinary Christians. Don't be friends with any pastor who has a, or, or yes, has a very wild past of ministry. And today is now a businessman. Chances are that that pastor is not even a Christian. And evil has entered him. Yeah, because the Bible describes them in Isaiah 1 for, as corruptors. They corrupt you. They will defile you. If you come close to them, they will, they will, they will pass on their poison in them into you. Yes. And I want everyone in this, in this service to review your relationships very carefully. Because many of you are around people who are, who are imparting their poison to you. Yes, originally you were not that, that poisoned. But by reason of your relationship with somebody, you have successfully received an impartation of evil, criticisms, ingratitude, memories, because you are near a devil. Wow. You are near a devil. 
I read again Isaiah 1 4. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, they have forsaken the Lord. That's the point. Look, when somebody forsakes church or forsakes ministry, a center leader who now is no more a center leader because he is doing a wasi or a, 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 a remedials, the person has forsaken the Lord. You see, the Lord is not just a man in white shorts and white beard sitting somewhere we worship. The Lord is everything that is God, including the church, including his work. Yes, when you, when you work for God, you are connected to God. God. Nobody came to Christ who was not given something to do. He said, go and tell. Even those who were asked to shut up, they were asked to shut up for a reason. The madman of Gadara, when he was healed, he came to Christ. He wanted to follow Jesus everywhere. And Christ said, go to the Decapolis, the ten cities, and go and tell them, what the Lord has done for you. I pray for you now that you don't be a forsaker of God, forsaker of his house, forsaker of his work. You used to be very well. You were a singer some time ago. You were an usher some time ago. You were involved in the church. You, you had the church keys. You used to build the church with the pastor and now you have been offended and you are at the back. Receive healing for your hearts. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel. And are gone away backward. These are the accompaniments of moving backward. When you go back in your commitment to God, anytime you drop in your prayer life, a drop in your Bible study life, a drop in your ministry life, a drop in your, in your, in your commitment to God, a drop in your spirituality, you are becoming an evil doer, you are becoming a corrupter to the degree that you drop is the same degree you become an evil doer. The degree to which you drop is the degree you become a corrupted person and a corrupter. Why? Because all of us, I said last week, we are evil. It is our nearness to God. Is that not what the Bible says? Is that not what the Bible says? Yes. The New Living Translation, I think. Psalm. Psalm number. Um, seventy-three. Psalm number seventy-three, verse twenty-eight. Yes, the New American Standard Bible. It said, but as for me, the nearness of God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. Psalm 73 verse 28 nearness of God 
is my good. If you see good in me, and I mean me, this man standing here talking to you in English, any good you see in me is because of the nearness of God. If I move far away from God, you will see somebody you will not be able to recognize. I will be unrecognizable. And I'm not the only one. You will also be unrecognizable. Nearness to God is our good. So, so, so one of the things we do as Christians is to be sensitive to the things that draw us away from God. If it's a girl, if it's a boy, if it's a woman, if it's a job, if it's an idea, anything that seeks ultimately to sever your relationship with God or, 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 or even dilute it must be seen as, as an agent of the devil. He may be in a cassock. She may be singing worship songs. It may be a job that pays your highest wage. Whatever it is, see it as an agent of the devil to, to, to corrupt your relationship with God. Why? Because your nearness, the nearness of God is your good. If this is God and I'm near it, that is where I become good. If I move away from it, you will not recognize this man. If you are a wife, push your husband to God. Allow him to be in church and have meetings. Don't use witchcraft to move him away from the church. You will eat gravels. I tell you, when he is coming, he will look like toffee. When you put him in your mouth, it will be stones you can't chew. What I'm saying, I can give you a name, a date, and a, a, and a color of a dress. <laughs> Anyone if you want someone to be good, give the person to God. Yeah, that's why if you are marrying, ensure that your wife loves God more than you. Don't think it is romantic to have a wife who loves you more than she loves God. There's no romance in it. It is, it is witchcraft you're about to experience. Yes, I'm speaking English. Yes, I'm speaking again. I said, if you are going to, so the people in the studio are disturbing my preaching. If you want to, if you, if you want a good marriage, make sure you marry a man who loves God more than he loves you. More. Who doesn't joke with his relationship with God? If you, if you try and get a man who says to you, oh honey baby, today, I want, I, I know a couple, I'm sure they are watching. Yeah, December morning service, Christmas morning service. Instead of coming to church, the wife will corner the husband in a, in a bathtub. They will fill it with soapy water. The wife is sitting there. The husband is there and they are in the bathtub drinking champagne. When we are in the church singing Christmas carols. And they are watching me. <laughs> Celebrating Jesus. <laughs> in a bathtub. <laughs> No, 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 no. When your husband says, honey, I, I mean, I, 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 want to, I want to be at home and be with you, instead of going to church, say, please, go to church. Yeah. Look, if you release him, he will come back better, nicer. Can you clap your hands for Jesus? Today, I'm going to the next... Um, 
What is the name? The next symptom of backsliding, and it is the symptom of laziness and excuses. Laziness. It's a symptom. Look out. Watch out for lazy people. Watch out for people who always give reasons why they can't come to church. Reasons why they can't do this. Reasons why he can't come for the prayer meeting. Reasons why he couldn't have his quiet time. Reasons why he couldn't pray. I'm talking about the, 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 the five-star symptom of laziness and excuses. Proverbs 22, 22 sorry, verse 13. Proverbs 22, verse 13. The slothful man said... There is a lion without. I shall be slain in the streets. The lazy man. Listen to the, the speech of a lazy man. There's a lion outside. If he doesn't want to move, you see, one of the most powerful attributes of phlegmatics is that they have very good imaginations. Yes. A phlegmatic can lie down. I know because I'm, I'm, I'm one. We can lie down and imagine that we are working. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you. There are many times I've had to slap myself. Wake up! Wake up! You should be in my room to hear me shouting at myself. I'm working hard. Because if I leave myself, you will not recognize me. Wake up! I, I, I can't... I can lie in my bed and see myself having meetings. <laughs> having wild meetings with my shepherd, preaching, and, 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 and I'll be there enjoying the message. Meanwhile, the shepherds will, will never have a meeting. They have to slap myself. Edwin, wake up! The lazy man says, there's a lion outside. Because if there's a lion outside, you, you, you wouldn't want to go out. If there's a lion, like as I'm in this here, there's a lion outside. I mean, it means I will live here for as long as the lion is outside. If it's 80 years, I will grow old here. I will die here. My coffin will be here for as long as the lion is outside. Because nobody, I'm not Samson. <laughs> I'm not Samson. My name is not Edwin, Edwin Samson. <laughs> so, people who are lazy in the church, Imagine problems that don't exist. The lazy Christian is full of amazing excuses. He would say he couldn't leave his bed because of an imaginary lion in the street. Such a person will not amount to much because anyone who wants to be successful must be prepared to work hard. Any level of success. Look, Anything that is working is a product of work. If a marriage is working, it's a product of work. If a church is working, it's a product of work. If an online service is working, it's a product of a lot of work. You have no idea the work that has gone into what you are enjoying this evening. I want to read to you right now some of the 
meanings of lazy. Lazy. I checked from Miriam Webster. Lazy means disinclined to activity or exertion. That, that person is not inclined, disinclined. One of the side effects of church service is that you also learn English. Because some of you, are, you know that you owe English. You, 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 you've not finished. So one of the things about church is that you learn English. Today, the new word is disinclined. Not in, disinclined. <laughs> to activity. Like, like, like the person's inclination is not to exert. I'm exerting myself as I preach. Yeah, I'm exerting myself. I'm a stammerer. I'm, I'm forcing to speak. Can't you see I'm forcing to speak? Yeah, because if I leave myself, I just can't say. So I've got ways and means of speaking to flow. Yeah. The message must come. Yeah. I'm exerting myself. As I'm preaching, I'm doing breathing exercises to speak. Because I, yes, you have no idea. I'm doing breathing exercises as I'm speaking right now. But you, you would know. Because if I don't breathe in a certain way, I can't speak. I'll come and say, today, we are studying what? Am I a sheep? Am I a sheep? But I can say, today, I'm preaching on backslide, but you don't know how I'm exerting myself to arrange the words and arrange the phonetics. You have no idea. There are believers who don't want to exert themselves. They leave themselves to their background, to their phlegmatism, to their temperament, to their problems. We have them. As I'm talking now, I don't want to tell you a problem. Disinclined to activity or exertion. Not energetic. When a person is lazy, the person is not energetic. That's it. The person has no energy for, for church. He has energy for his job, energy for his children, energy for that, but he has no energy. I know people who have energy to start companies, but no energy to start a, a, even a home sale in the church. Not energetic or vigorous. And the meaning of lazy is encouraging inactivity. Yeah. People who encourage inactivity. And, and, see, and I'm happy to be preaching this. Because I, I, and I have a right. Why do I have a right? Because I am a phlegmatic. That's my temperament. And I know many people don't believe it. But, but it's up to you to believe it or not. Yeah. I know my, myself. My wife knows me at home. <laughs> we are fighting every day. Every day. I don't want to say some things. <laughs> and, uh, encouraging inactivity or indolence is just there, but uh, just there. 
And that meaning of lazy is moving slowly. Is that in English? It's Miriam Webster. Moving slowly. The person is moving. But what he could have achieved in one month, he will achieve it in nine months. I'm very happy that I came into contact with Bishop Dagwood Mills, my pastor and my father. I learned to be fast. Oh, can you clap your hands, baby? Yeah, he's fast. Fast. If it must be done, it must be done now. In fact, it must be done yesterday. <laughs> if it must be done, it must be done when? Yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> you see people, if you, how he will wake up and how he, then he will arrange himself and stand up and look around. Hmm, let's see the weather, the weather. Then, then, then they will check their phone uh, uh, for, the, for the weather <laughs> What that report? And if there's any slight cloudiness in the day, he will just cover himself with his cloth. Wake up and move! Move. Move into prayer. Move into quiet time. Don't be sluggish. Don't be slow towards the Bible. Take it fast. Take it fast. Don't be slow in your decisions towards that girl. When you see her, the things which happen to you, Fast. Say, everybody say fast. 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 Don't be lazy. Say, oh, no, she's a, she's a child of God. And the Bible says that we must fellowship with one another. I, I'm, I'm watching, you know, not everybody. You know, people have got mistakes and faults. And we, we, we you know, even, I don't know. I mean, even I myself, I'm also not a good person. So even the way she is, I mean, maybe God will use me to change her life. Really? God will use you to destroy your own life. You sit there. If God will watch you destroy your life. Watch you destroy your life. Yeah. You smooch that girl. Fast. Move fast. Don't give excuses. Laziness and excuses is not only towards church attendance or doing the work of God. It's towards anything Christian. And reasons why I can't pray. Reasons why I can't wake up early. Reasons why I can't read my Bible. Reasons why I can't forgive. I should forgive Jemima. You don't know what she said. You don't know what she said. You two don't know what yourself you have said about somebody already. Lazy. Another meaning of lazy is placed on its side. Placed on its side. Obviously, if a car is placed on its side. No matter how you press the accelerator, it will be placed on its side. Some people in the church are placed on their side. The pastor can preach, the pastor can share, the pastor can shout, but he is placed on his side. May a wind lift you and put you on the right side down. As I may a power, may the power of God turn you. When you are lazy, you are placed on your side. May you not marry a woman who is placed on her side. May you not marry a man who is placed on his side. May you not marry may you not marry a gentleman who in his mind is placed on his side. He never works. He never moves. He never gets things done. And you are the woman sitting by that man placed on his side. Spiritually placed on his side. And so when something is placed on his side it is in the best position of inactivity. No matter what you do it is placed on its side. Today, God is speaking to us. 
When you work hard, you, you, you succeed. Only hard work will give you success. Anybody you know who has succeeded without hard work, if you know that person, tell the person that I said that whatever he's experiencing will not last. In school, I passed my exam. I had a distinction in school. Distinction. A level, A, 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 B. I lived in Takradi. There's no part of Osu, Laboni area. I was walking to 37 from Laboni to take a trotter to Presec for classes. I mean, and, and I, I, I'm not an Accra boy. But I had to come here because the teachers were here. I moved from where I lived. Not slow. not slow. Not slow at all. I'm not surprised. If I had, if I had, had FFE, I would have been surprised. I went to medical school. Worked hard. I was a student. I was a shepherd. I was a student. I was a pastor. Working hard in the church and hard in my course. Why? Because nothing works without work. I said nothing works without work. I'm preaching to phlegmatics and wicked cholerics who give their energy only to the secular world. When they, I know cholerics who are phlegmatic in church. When you see somebody succeeding as a Christian or doing well in any sphere, he must be working hard. As you can see, I'm working hard. You don't know how we got you to come on into the service. We've had meetings about you. Yes. We've had meetings about you. Proverbs 22:29. Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mere men. My dear friend, it's not even talents. It's not even gifts. It's not even handsomeness or beauty. That takes a man to kings. You may have a gift, but you got to work the gifts. You may have a talent, but you got to work the talent. Allow me. I just came from Minnesota. Glory to God. I said, you got to work it, baby. I said, you got to work it, baby. If you have a, a gift, I know people with their gift of singing. They are lazy. I was having a meeting last week. In a meeting, Zoom meeting. And I asked a sister to pray. I said, can we call Sister Shawanda to pray to start the meeting? Kai. She prayed. When she finished praying, I said, you, your voice. This voice. This voice. I've not met, and, and, and I've seen different types of singers. The texture of your voice, the texture, the color. A voice has color. Oh, yeah, baby. A voice has color. The color of my voice is black. <laughs> I said, the texture of your voice, the color of your voice, and, 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 and all the you got a sweet voice. I said it openly in the Zoom meeting. I said, You, when you get to heaven, Peter will slap you. I told her. 
And I said, Peter was a fisherman. When a fisherman slaps you, you may not survive to even enter heaven. (laughs) Better correct your way. You see, the person is a choleric. The person has a talent. But laziness just towards the church. It's not that the person is lazy. That girl, go to a house. There's no part of the house which is dirty. No, no, no. She herself, who is a wife and a mother, she mops the, the floor of the house morning before she goes to work and evening before she sleeps. She has not a house help. There are special slippers you use to enter certain rooms. So if you are entering that area, the slippers is there. It's like a mosque. <laughs> you remove. <laughs> But come to the church. The person is just there. You have to flog her. You have to whip her. You have to quarrel. You have to fight. Because the person is indolence. Indolence. No energy for the things in the church. She has energy for everything else. Seest thou a man diligent in his business. That is the man. Who stands before kings? Diligent means persevering. You know, sometimes I go, I just think diligence means just working hard. No, it's, it's the ability to keep doing it till it works. Yeah, you have no idea. This service we are having here, those of you who remember when we started about five months ago, the picture was like we were, we were on mass, red mass, <laughs> with, 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 with fog on mass. <laughs> We fought and are still fighting. We are persevering. That is called diligence. It's, it's called never gonna stop. Ne- I said never gonna stop. I won't stop till it works. I won't stop working till it works. Because ladies and gentlemen, everything can work. Your spiritual life can work. You can be a pastor, but you have allowed things to seep in. But those with energy, they fight. They fight. See us thou a man, diligent, not just hard working, but working hard and pressing until. If we don't see the results, we are not sleeping. Can you clap your hands for Jesus? What a beautiful service. If it, if it doesn't work tonight, we are all awake. Listen, listen to what Bishop is saying. All those who are doing well are not magically blessed. Their success comes out of working very hard. In the same way, those who are not backsliding are not just miraculously staying on course. They are working hard at their Christian lives. And I can tell you, by the grace of God, 37 years of being born again, I've been on course. I've been moving higher and higher by the grace of God. And so can you. And it, this is a phlegmatic stammerer talking. It, it, people don't believe that I'm a stammerer. So it's like my, my weaknesses by the grace of God have been so overcome that you, you can't even convince people that you have this weakness. Receive that grace now. As I receive that grace now. Yes. And let God keep working. He's working on me. He's working on me. If you want to know me very well, go look for my wife and ask her. If you want to know me, who I really am. It's not this man standing here in some uh, cassock. 
our church, the church we are in, by the grace of God, we are growing. We are spreading. Even in the pandemic. Because of hard work. People have worked, have had meetings. I've, I'll be sick, but I'll be, I'll be seeking and have meetings. Pressing. There are times as I'm preaching, like now, like a few months ago, as I'm preaching, I've got a coat, coat hanging somewhere. When I finish now, I wait. Because I'm shivering as I'm preaching. But you will know, because there's something about hard work. It eclipses your weakness. It eclipses your difficulties. Hard work just, it, it just changes the color. Receive that grace now. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Matula Baba. Kimon Dalaba. People, people work hard. I've got, look, I've, in this, in this pandemic, I've got people who have left their house and are staying in the church. Wow. Ah. I'm a full time pastor. I'm not even staying in the church. Staying as in somebody with a job, with, with, a, with a child, with water, is living in the church because nothing works. We wouldn't have the service if the person hadn't left her house to live in the church. It will happen. If we all came from our houses to assemble here in the church, there will be no service. There will be no service. How do you think that we, we, we bring you the flow services at 3.30? You think we are witches or we are magicians? People stay in the church and wake up at 3 to work. You can't be sitting down, just eating, drinking, and imagining and expect to do well. Wake up and study. Read your Bible. Wake up and go and build a center. Go and build a center. Build something for God. You can do it. You can do it. I'm preaching about laziness and excuses. Laziness will not take anybody to heaven. See as thou a man who is slothful, he can easily go to hell. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. It takes hard work to stay on track with God. It takes what? Hard work to stay on track. You want to stay as a Christian? You want to one day say, I've been born again for the past 10 years. I've been a believer for the past 5 years. I entered church 8 years ago and I'm still hot for God. Baby, baby, baby. You gotta work it, baby. You gotta work it. Work it. Work, work, work. And spend your life on the project. I want to give you a project today. Yeah, I'm going to give you just one last point, short one, and then we close. One project I want to give everybody is a project of fighting excuses in any area of your life. I can't marry. Fight it. I can't pass the exam. Fight it. I cannot preach. Fight it. Any reason you have, which is a good reason why some important spiritual activity cannot be done, I am putting you on that World Bank project. Fight it. Because it can be fought. The people who are doing things are not people who are magically blessed with angels from heaven. They are fighting. I am fighting on the stage as I'm putting to you today. 
So watch out for the lazy Christians in the church. When you hear, see, see, I'm training you tonight. I'm training you tonight. Have an ear to listen to people's excuses as you go around. Hear people say, oh, I can't do this because I'm doing this. Just, just put the person on, on the bottom shelf. Spend your time sensitive to excuses. Listen carefully. You hear it everywhere. Oh, I can't do this. I, but look out for those. Oh, I can do it. We will do it. It will work. We will try. It will work. I can come. We will do it. It will work. Yes, I'll be there. I'll be there. There is a reason why everything cannot be done. I can give you a reason why I can't be here this morning. I said this, this, uh, this evening preaching to you. I can give you a reason why I can't be here. The events of the day. In the morning. What went on. Will not allow me to come here. To preach to you. But what do we do? We fight. We fight. If you are sick, fight. 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 Whatever. Is, look, that's why the world has, one of the things in the world is weapons. Yes, the world is not just full of cars and houses and men and women and children and money. The, one of the things in the world which you have a lot of is weapons. Somebody will say weapons. Why? Because every battle can be overcome with the right weapon. Ask the Lord to place in your hand the weapon. He said, he teacheth my fingers to fight and my hands to war. Whatever constitutes a difficulty, believe that there's wisdom to overcome it. Anybody under the sound of my voice who is unable to do something for God, unable to do something spiritually, I'm saying to you that one of the things God does is that he teaches your fingers to fight and your hands to war. He shows you how to wield weapons. He shows, he shows you, he showed David how to use a sling stone to bring down Goliath. Every giant can come down in your life. I said every giant. But you can sit down and just complain about the giant. You can sit down. That is what happened. David's brothers were complaining about, about Goliath. He said, do you know him? This is a great giant. This is a great warrior. David said, I don't care who he is. He can come down. And today, I came to prophesy to you that that problem can come down. It can fall. Goliath can fall. The giant can fall. That mountain can come down. It can come down. Just believe God. To teach you how to fight. Fingers. 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 As a fingers to fight. And hands to war. A fight is a little, it's a, it's a small scale battle. And a war is a large scale battle. Ladies and gentlemen, whether your battles are small scale or large scale, there is the weaponry, there is the skill. Receive that skill. Receive that skill. Receive that skill. You can fight. If you ever do not win, don't blame your opponent. You did not give yourself to the search for the capacity to deal with the enemy. If ever there's a story in your life that you never were able to overcome this problem, 
it's not because of the greatness of the problem but because you could not wait on god you're not patient you are not spiritual you are you are, you are not even godly enough to trust god because goliath can fall you don't know how we got to be here <laughs> don't know how we got to be here recently i was somewhere and my secretary sent me the picture of the of the ground the land on which our church is a year ago it was a forest one year after come and see what is there a year a year ago it was a forest life is full of battles never say that a battle is too big never say a problem is too big never say a mountain is too big it is only big relative to your weaponry relative to your scale that's why when god comes in he teaches you i said he teaches you he teaches you how to fight every every battle can swing in your favor i take it again i said every battle can swing in your favor receive the wisdom to be able to fight your battles well and finally today I just want to give you just one point. Very important. It's called coldness. Cooling off. There are Christians like that. There is something called cold. Cold. It's a type of Christian. It's a type of spirituality. Cold. And you need to know about it. Because if you enter that state, it's taking you to the end. Yeah. Matthew 24, verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of a few the love of certain young Christians, the love of some new believers who couldn't come early to church, because iniquity shall abound, the love of certain sisters who couldn't finish their wasi. No. The love of what? Many. The word many means a lot. Many means majority. And watch it. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. When you see a Christian in the church who is cold, 100% chances there is sin in the person's life. I didn't say 99.7. I said what? 100% there is sin. Iniquity. The person may not be smoking, fornicating, watching pornography. The sin of unforgiveness. The sin of unspirituality. Even uh, uh, the Bible talks about the sin of not praying for somebody. Maybe you, you pray for yourself alone. All your prayers are for yourself. You can grow cold because you pray not for others. He said, God forbid that I shall sin by not praying for you. 
Your prayers must be for others. It's not... Look, life is bigger than your business. Life is bigger than your marriage. Life is bigger than your two children with big heads. Life is bigger than your, your, your ramshackled life. Wake up! And all the prayers you've prayed for yourself. How has your life turned out? The reasons why we sit in the church with money but we are cold. Beautiful but we are cold. Handsome we are cold. You came with a car but you are cold. And, and you see sometimes it even shows in the person's face. The face is crumpled like a kitchen foil. He comes out of a nice car, but he's not happy in the church. He's cold. He's cold. We call them Christian diplomats. Yes, with diplomatic immunity. Some Christians are very cool in the house of God. Don't be cool in the church. My sister, do not be cool. My brother, do not be cool. It's not a good thing to be cool. Don't be cool. Don't be cool. They refuse to be part of the jubilant praise and worship. They don't join in shouting or clapping their hands to the Lord. They just refuse to release themselves in the presence of God. I call these people Christian diplomats. There's no place for diplomacy in the church. No, 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 no. The church is built by people who are dirty. People who, who, who humble themselves and drop down from their high horses. If all of us were to sit in our pedestals and on our, on our high thrones, nobody would be, would be here to preach. You have built a mansion. The person who comes from a kiosk, that kiosk is her castle. Everybody is big in his bedroom. You are not the only man who is big. Everybody is big. If all of us decide that we are, we are, we, we are, we are abiding in, in, our, in our elevated estates, who will come and build the house of God? Descend and warm up. As I'm preaching, may you get up and start trotting to warm up because your coldness will kill you. Your coldness will kill you. Masatala Baba. Yeah, there are people who, who just don't want to apply themselves. It's like when everybody's excited, we are all moving, they're just they're cool. Is it praise and worship? He's just standing there. As people are worshiping, kneeling down, he's just standing there, just looking at them. And some of them will be chewing gum like a cow. Then she has sister on the floor. A brother has worshiping. Cool. But see the same brother in the afternoon when Arsenal scores Chelsea. Hey! Because he has no fire in him for the things of the house of God. Turn the Bible to Romans. Let me read a sweet verse and end the service. A sweet verse. Yes. Romans chapter 12 verse 11. Romans. He said, not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. Isn't it beautiful? That all these three things are in one verse. It means if you breathe in, in one breath, these things 
are always together. Not lazy in your business. Is it not sad that today we've got Christians who work hard in their business but are not serving the Lord in the church? Romans 12, let me say that. Not, if, you are not, if you are hard working in town, you must also be serving God. It's in one verse. Not slothful in your chalewater business, in your roofing sheets business, in your cement business, but also you must be fervent in spirit. Fervent is like on fire. Fervent is on fire. Hot. When Christians are not backsliding or are backsliding, they first become aloof, diplomatic, and uninterested. They yawn, they look bored, they keep glancing at their watches, and they just look disconnected. As the pastor is preaching, One day, a lizard will enter your mouth as well. A lizard. Then you will stretch his hand. Sometimes, some people have a way of looking at their watch. They, they won't do this. They just, <sighs> yeah, just, you know, the man has been preaching for one hour. Why? One brother went to church. And the pastor was preaching. So it, it, it was a conference. He went to the washroom. And when he was coming back, he met one of the pastors in the church. He said, hey, the man is still preaching. No? The man is still preaching. What should he do? Should he stop and dance? Instead, this person who can sit in front of a pastor for one hour to hear the word of God can watch series, series, series for, for, for 10 hours because he is cold towards God. Receive heat. Receive fervency. When you come to a place in your life where there's no fire in you, it is a precursor to your bustling life. Yes. When I come when I come to you and I ask you how hot are you? You should be able to give me a few things that show that I'm doing this for God. I wake up and I pray. I lead this group. I've joined this nature. If you are watching me and there's no, no group, nothing you are, you are not, uh, nothing you are doing in the church, it means you are a cold Christian. And that coldness shows that soon your love for God will be dead. I pray for you today. I said I pray for you today that God will give you that grace, that ability to be on fire again. Receive fire again. Receive fire now. Receive fire for your prayer life. Fire for your Bible study life. Fire for evangelism. Fire to love God. Fire to help to build. Fire to be involved. Receive the fire now. And when God comes to you, He weighs you in the balance and sees that you are cold. Some of you are not cold, but you are lukewarm. You were very hot, but you've added a girl into your life. She has come to dilute. So, so now, see, lukewarm means comfortable to be, to be with. If you are bathing with water, which is lukewarm, it's nice on the skin. Hot, it's not nice on the skin. When you are hot, people will not like you. When you are hot, you may offend. But God wants you never to be cold or lukewarm. Receive the fire we need to build the church. The fire we need to keep going as Christians. Jesus. Yes. 
Yes, it's called fire. Fire. He maketh his servants flaming fire. When you come to God, you want to advance, you want to serve God, you want to come to a place of greatness, decide never to be cold. Today, may God give you the eye to pick people who are cold. Yes, Lord. To pick people who are cold in the church. Yeah. Receive the eye to see the people who don't get involved, who are diplomatic, who are some of them are educated professors, educated doctors, they have got their masters, they've got a business, they are rich with money. She's very beautiful with high heels, eight inches heel. Eight inches. And when you see them, you are intimidated. May you not be intimidated. You may be poor, but receive fire. No education, but receive fire. God's kingdom is not built by educated men. There were men without studying. There were men without education. The Bible says when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and noted that they were unlearned men, they knew that they have been with Christ. Acts chapter 4. I pray for you that whatever your deficiency is, may you receive fire. You are not married, receive fire. You are married, receive fire. You are not, you are not a doctor, receive fire. You are a doctor, receive fire. Are you a student, receive fire. Are you a housewife, receive fire. Are you a, a, a boy, receive fire. Are you a woman, receive fire. Are you rich, receive fire. Are you poor? Receive fire. Receive fire to walk on and on and on. The people who make it to the end are men with fire. Because the engine needs fire to drive it. I pray for you that no girl will cool you off. Lift your right hand and say, I won't cool off. I won't cool off. Say, I will not cool off. I will not cool off. Say, no boy will make me cool off. No boy will make me cool no off. No girl will make me cool off. No girl will make me cool off. No man will make me cool off. No man will make me cool off. Say, no husband will make me cool off. No husband will make me cool off. No wife will make me cool off. No wife will make me cool off. No job will make me cool off. No job will make me cool off. No prosperity will make me cool off. No prosperity will make me cool off. No poverty will make me cool off. Say, I am uncoolable. Say, I am uncoolable. Say, I am uncoolable. I am uncoolable. I'm hot for Jesus. Serving the Lord. Say, I'll serve God with fire in my bones. Say, I'll serve God with fire in my bones. Say, I'm a servant of God. Say, I'm not cold. I am not cold. I'm a builder. I have problems, but I'm on fire. I've got issues, but I'm on fire. Say, I'm not cold. I'm not a Christian diplomat. I'm not lazy. I have no excuse. I'm all out. Serving, building, driving, moving, advancing. Say today, today, I place on record. Say I place on record that I am my pastor's best helper. Say I am my pastor's best helper. I'm helping my pastor. I'm a fellow servant. I'm a fellow laborer. I'm not cooling. I'm not cold. No matter my problems, I have fire in my bones for the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet and let's pray. Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray. Kabola Baba. It shouldn't grieve God. You know, watch it. The Bible says that, and it repented God that He had made man. It shouldn't grieve God. 
that he made you prosper. That job you are doing, those thousands of dollars you are earning, is the grace of God. Yeah, go to town. There are people your age, your level of education, your level of experience, they don't have what you have. No, it's God. Don't let God regret blessing you. You should be able to be rich, wealthy, my God, a high earner of a good salary, and then fervent in the spirit. Why do you, when your pastor is talking about 10 helpers in his life, will he mention you? 20 helpers in the ministry, will he mention you? Will he, I mean, will he mention your name? Lift your hands and pray. Oh Lord. That today is the day laziness ended. It ended. Laziness ended. ended. Excuses ended. ended. Coldness ended. ended. Diplomacy ended. ended. Lift your hands and pray now. Kabosan dele bayanda. Ranama ramama. Itosa labrande sabiando sata. Adababa dababa da kaboliando lobosa bababa. Hey, kepapa, pray, 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 pray. No problem, no pain, no prosperity, no past, nothing. Tanindo lobosa. Andalabarian Dolobose, Rema, 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 Remosita, Azandea, Azandea, Abilomada, Enamosi Keto Mahanda, Ambrandelebosea, Ambrandelebosea, Asamandaya, Adamayandaya, Adamayandaya, Endebos, Kemamayandalaba, Jesus, yes. Not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. Everybody should know this verse. And let it guide you. Yes. The same way you are not lazy at work. You must also be serving the Lord. Because in the middle. What, what connects hard work at work. And hard work in the church. The link is fervency of spirit. Kadiba, a fervent spirit. This morning I was listening to one of my seniors in school. I was just uh, um, looking at the television and I saw him. A pastor. He was our SU president in school. A pastor. Today, he is the boss of the Securities Exchange Commission, Reverend Obamitete. Yeah, was my senior. Way back, over 30 years, I remember him preaching in his khaki shorts and blue shirts. He was our SE president. Preaching. Still. Still. He's a finance whatever guru or magician or whatever they call them in town. But he's also a pastor. Still. Still. He's fervent. What are you talking about? I said, you can be the chief executive of a, 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 a Romanovich oil company, but never left a finger in the church. When you see people like that, CEOs in town, owners of businesses in town, but they are just cooling off in the church. At the base of it is what we call fervency in spirit. Mm. Only those who are fervent in spirit will connect are those who will work hard in town and also work very hard in the church. Connection. Yeah. 
Most people only work hard. They are businessmen, big time business moguls, tycoons. They are Christians. They come to church in their linen shirts with their handbag and green shoes. Green shoes, handbag, and, 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 and the wig is flowing to the back. You see them on television giving speeches, but their pastor can never mention their names as one of the helpers in the ministry. But the Bible says, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Anybody who is very hardworking and a high-end achiever in town and is also working in the church is fervent in the spirit. By God's grace. As a medical doctor, I went to the highest level. The, the, the university alone, university that people go and spend three years and four years, I've done 13 years of university education. 13 years. Is it 15? Different professions. I'm not just a doctor. I've got other professions. Hey! I'm not an, an, an idiot standing in front of you. I was not slothful in business. But in the church also, I'm a pastor. Come on. I said, I'm a pastor Come on. of a little church trying to build and let it grow. Mm. And, and what's the link? Fervency of spirit. If you are cold, flies will settle on you. Jesus. wonder. There is nothing that is hot that flies can settle on. Nothing. If you are cold, and I'm saying to you that, my dear, for some of you, you are covered with flies you in the spirit. You've got you a nice perfume, nice shirt, nice blouse, nice shoes, crocodile skin shoes. You've come from your air conditioned four wheel drive, but you are covered with flies because you are cold. You are cold. You are cold. Yes. And when we come to town, we see you in your office, hard working, calling the business partner, flying to Japan, going to London, meeting your, meeting your business partner in South Africa, and going to Dubai to go and uh, sign some, some, some contract. Oh, but you are in the church, and we don't even see you. Your pastor can't mention your name. As somebody in the church helping to advance the way. Reason? You are cold. 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 The link to not slothful in business, not lazy in business, and serving the Lord in the church is fervent in spirit. Lift your hands again and ask the Lord to, to, to let you catch some fire. Set my heart on fire. Set my heart on fire. Let me catch a fire. Let me catch a fire. Panua. Stabalon de breka satama handeika. Sumrimangoda. Sikatamala. Fire, 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 fire. May you not be a person. Flies. Flies stand for demons. Settle on you. Jesus. Just land on you. Physically, you look beautiful she with your nice hair. I, is it, which one is this one? Eyebrows or eyelashes? Eyebrows. This is the brow, eyebrow. And this one is the lashes. lashes. Yeah. Exactly. You've come to wear eyelashes like toothbrush. Toothbrush. And you are just standing there. Just, you're, you're, you, are just, you are just looking like, like, like a drawing. A drawing. 
but in the spirit. Flies. Demons. From today, no one should look at people physically. The henceforth, no we, no man after the flesh. Most people who look nice and outstandingly beautiful, powerful, and say, spiritually they are cold with flies. Somebody wants to receive Christ today. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You came to church today, but you are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. I want to pray for you today to surrender your life and bow your knees to God. Everybody, we are all going to pray. Don't, don't be too arrogant. Don't say, oh, I am born again. You may not be. Read Revelations. He said, he said, you think you are, you are, you are, you are rich, you are, you, you are clothed. What you don't know is that you are naked, you are wretched. Yes, everybody, close your eyes and let's bow our heads and pray. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for tonight. I thank you for tonight. I've encountered your presence. I've encountered your presence. I've met your word. I've met your word. It's changing me. It's changing it's me. It's entered my heart. It's entered my oh heart. God, oh God. Today, today, I come to you. I come to you. I ask you. I ask you. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. Cleanse my sins. Cleanse my sins. I am dirty. I am dirty. I'm smelling. I am smelling. Oh, have mercy on oh, me. Mercy and wash me with the blood of Jesus. The blood. The blood. The blood of Jesus. And make me pure. And make me I pure. thank you I thank that, you. I that I am born again. I'm your child. I'm your child. I, thank you I thank you for my great salvation. My great salvation. I will walk with you. I will grow in you. And I will advance in my walk with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Amen.